Hello and welcome to Team with Tess, a weekly gathering of women across the world. I'm Tess Yana, co-senior pastor of Link Church and the founder of the Link Sisterhood and Team with Tess. This moment was created with the heart to encourage and equip you in your own personal faith journey. As we explore God's Word, I want to encourage you to lean in, subscribe and keep showing up as we go somewhere beautiful together. This is a place where you'll hear from me and some of my special friends that are near to my heart. For more information and resources, why don't you visit teawithtest.com or connect with me on Instagram, Tessiana. Good morning and happy birthday to us! Yeah! Look at all that confetti coming down around me. Perfectly planned, real confetti. It is so good to be here this morning with all of you celebrating moments. I have been waiting for it with anticipation because I wanted to take a moment to celebrate us. To celebrate the fact that we showed up every week for a year that's like 52 weeks other than the two at Christmas. So 50 weeks. And you have, you've been so faithful. So I want to say hi. Look this morning morning on a different platform so I can't see the comments and the things going on so usually I would say your names and I would celebrate you and where you're at but this morning it's just me looking at my face so it's all good I just want to say that this is no small thing and so thank you for showing up I want to encourage you to share and post this feed and trust that God would meet someone this morning who's in your world that perhaps wants to, needs to hear something encouraging, that needs to hear the voice of their father, the whisper of heaven um, over their lives. And so thank you for being here. Thank you for the past year. I don't know how else I would have navigated lockdown if it hadn't been for this metronome in my life of being just showing up every week, knowing that I would be surrounded by a company of girls who I know have my back. And so thank you. I really believe in the power of remembering. Sometimes the remembering is painful, but but oftentimes the, rem the remembering brings us great joy. And so I have this, um, <laughs> I have this little video that we our team have prepared. They actually, I, I asked them to do something beautiful and they have come to the party, but it is an opportunity for us to look back on 52 weeks of Tea with Tess. And, and as we watch it, I wanted to speak to your heart, to light up something in soul and to remind you that anything is possible when we just say, yes, have a look. Hey girls, well here we are celebrating one year of Tea with Tess, an incredible milestone as we look back over this year of so much that has happened, 52 good mornings with you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. is that a year unlike anything we've seen before and yet it was full of so much goodness. A year of gathering for strength, moments together where we met each other, where we were at, we cried and laughed. We had matching mugs, a year full of honest conversations and authentic moments. A year of so much more than I personally ever could have dreamed of. And it all started with a simple and honest yes on an island far away. 
we may not have all the answers we may feel incredibly uncertain and anxious and exhausted and frustrated we may feel things and they're real but i want to encourage you to choose to be do you want to sing them a waymaker waymaker Miracle work, promise keep, light in the darkness, mother, that is who you are. Sing one more time. You are way maker, miracle work, promise keep, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You're just reminding them that's who God is. He's our way maker, our miracle worker, our promise keeper, and our light in the darkness. And he's not changing, and the coronavirus is not changing who he is. There are so many beautiful moments from this past year, but one of my favorite things about this space has been the gathering of women. The gathering of women from near and far. We've just showed up each week and trusted God to do something significant in our lives, and he's never disappointed. I want to share with you some of these stories. The Tea with Tess community has been a place where I have learned the language of humility, where I can be amongst other women who are okay to say, I'm struggling, this is hard, I need help. I believe God has been meeting with us here. We are indeed ordinary women believing to do extraordinary things on the earth. For that, I think humility is necessary. And that is why I'm so grateful for this platform, for Tess, for all the women who join in and all the women who are still to come. I'm so grateful for what this space has evolved into. Although I can't always watch it live each week, I always try and find a moment on a Wednesday to catch up. I love listening to Tess's leadership, her authenticity and humility. I love laughing at cheeky, funny comments made by friends and encouraging and praying for familiar and unfamiliar names. There's been a real sense of unity and community with a bunch of beautiful girls from all around the world. I'm so, so grateful for Tea with Tess, for the new friends that have been made, for the consistency in meeting every week, and for Tess's amazing leadership and her beautiful heart for women. Thank you so much for Tea with Tess. I'm so grateful to the Holy Spirit for this space. It's been an open invitation and there's been no barriers and no, no, no hindrances even across the miles. I think it's eight and a half thousand miles from Dunfermline where we live to Durban. But do you know we have a God who transcends space and time and I just feel so connected and it's been a time of, of unraveling. It's been a time of I, almost like being ordered and then disorder and reorder. And I just feel like the Holy Spirit through this space has reordered and realigned my thoughts and my relationship with Jesus and Tess I just want to say thank you thank you for your obedience thank you for being a rallier of women thank you for championing people and the church Tea with Tess is one year old I can't believe it I still remember back to the moment where Tess and I were in Mauritius wondering how could we serve our communities and this was the thing that came to your heart and I'm just so proud of her I'm so excited about where it's been and where it's going and uh, I'm excited for the ladies that have been impacted by Tea with Tess and whatever sphere or way it's impacted you shout out to the woman of our world because when ladies get stronger society is healthier and so I'm just proud of my wife happy one year celebrations and uh, who knows where this could go imagine the future of all things Tea with Tess how inspiring are these stories? And they're just a few of the beautiful testimonies of women who've showed up on this platform week after week after week. It has been amazing to see what God has done in and through our lives. 
in this space. And I want you to know, we're just getting started. Amazing! Hope you enjoyed that little piece of memories. 50 good mornings in a year that I think most of us could say we didn't expect, we didn't anticipate, and we weren't really sure we were ready for it. And yet on the back end, I know this to be true. We know more about ourselves, we're stronger for it. And I'm so grateful for all of you for showing up every week. Every single week, you just said yes. And the thing is, I just want you to know that this is, this can, my name is very big on the mugs, okay? But it's not about me. This is, this is truly my heart to build sisterhood. And all I had on that island was just myself and my phone and a husband who believed that my voice mattered. And so if anything, I'd love you to see what's possible when you just say yes to God, when you recognize the grace gift on your life and then offer it in obedience and humility before our King and say, just do something with it. And you know, I want to spend some time this morning talking to you because so often I will meet people who have been impacted by this platform. And you know, it's not only by me, you've reached out and prayed for people outside of Tea with Tess. You've made connections across the planet. You've helped each other as well. But I often bump into people who have been impacted by this space and they'll say things like, good job, you know, you did a good thing and well done and look what you can do. And it's really made me think so much about what it looks like for all of us to figure out who we are and to figure out the grace gifts that have been given to us by God and then to steward those and give them back to the earth in obedience and humility and faith. And so I wanted to take a morning, uh, a moment this morning to speak to you very quickly from Romans 12. It is my one of my favorite scriptures. I think I've probably spoken about this at Tea with Tess many times before. But it never grows old. We never can become familiar with the truth of this passage. And I want to defunct the idea that stories of overcoming success and greatness or, or leaving a legacy are not for me. I know too many women who live with the mindset or perhaps the belief that that is for someone else. A legacy of greatness, of leaving a mark in society, of doing something significant in our lives is for other people, not for me. And Romans 12 helps us see this so beautifully. So I'll go there with you. If you have your Bible with you, uh, you know I like to read from all the translations. So good luck trying to figure out where I am at. But it's the message and the Passion Translation this morning. And it's 12 and it says this, place your life before God. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Praise the Lord. We have don't have to do this stuff on our own. Amen. Take your everyday, ordinary life. You're sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life. Your mundanity, your struggle, your whole life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well-adjusted well in your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. There is a danger and a risk of us in this season becoming well-adjusted within our culture. Because there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of trauma, and the response to that can be to retreat, to isolate, to panic. Scripture is asking us, specifically in times that are difficult, to not become well-adjusted to the culture and to fit into it without even thinking, but instead to fix our attention on God and you'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you. 
and quickly respond. Quickly respond. Can I say to all the overthinkers out there, me included, stop it. Don't think about it too much. When you feel something, when you see what God is calling you to, when you when you sense a stirring within your spirit, can I encourage you to overthink and to go for it? That was just a sad note for all the perfectionists out there. In, in the Passion Translation, it words it a little bit differently, but it's very important that we see this. It says this, Romans 12, verse 1. Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies i encourage you to surrender yourselves to god to be his sacred living sacrifices and live in holiness experiencing all that delights his heart for well, this becomes your genuine expression of worship this is a sad note as well but i think so often we look at other people's lives or we look at what we've been conditioned to believe about what worship is and we we hold back because we don't think we have anything to offer. Is that taking our ordinary selves as we are, embracing who we are, and putting that before God, offering it to Him and saying, do this, God. That is our most genuine, pure act of worship. And all of us are being asked to do that, even in the season. And so Romans 12 in the Passion Strong asks, what our proper response should be to God's marvelous mercies. And then it tells us this, to surrender ourselves, to surrender yourself, what you are, who you are in your every single day. To offer yourself to him and let your offering become your most genuine expression, your most sacred and pure expression of worship. And to be honest, that's what Tea with Tess, the start of Tea with Tess in Mauritius was. Just an ordinary girl, going through some pretty stressful things, giving God what I believe was a proper response to his great mercy in my life. To just say, yes, this is all I have. This is my every day, but I offer it unto you as something that I believe you can turn into something magnificent. It goes on in Romans 12 to say this, so since we find ourselves fashioned into all these excellently formed and marvelously functioning parts in Christ's body, let's just go ahead. Why don't you put that in the comments? Go ahead and be what we were made to be without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something that we aren't. I love that part of the scripture because it really leaves no room for questions or interpretation. It's very simple. It's basically saying, just go for it. Be yourself. Be who you were created to be without looking to the left or to the right. What's she doing? What's she up to? What's she saying? How can I be like that? No, what it's saying is figure who you are. Go on a journey with God to become your truest and most genuine self and then offer that to the world and the reality is i'm on a journey doing that for me and you need to go on a journey to do that for you because the world is looking for you not some version of who you think you should be and i love how ray bevan always says god anoints who you are not who you want to be and so i'm going into a season where we spend some time and perhaps you've been on this journey this year but perhaps to more fully what it means to be our most truest and authentic selves and then to give that away every single day you do you and i'll do me how's that sound and you know all i want to read 
um, in the Passion Translation, just to finish off, in still in Romans 12, verse 6, it says this, God's marvelous grace, thank you Jesus for grace, imparts to each one of us varying gifts and ministries that are uniquely ours. So if God has given you the grace gift of prophecy, you must activate your gift by using the proportion of faith you have to prophesy. If your grace gift is serving, then thriving others well. If you have the grace gift of teaching, then be actively teaching and training others. If you have the grace gift of encouragement, then use it often to encourage others. If you have the gift of giving to meet the needs of others, then may you prosper in your generosity without any fanfare. If you have the gift of leadership, be passionate about your leadership. And if you have the gift of showing compassion, then flourish in your cheerful display of compassion. Basically, it's saying you do you. You've been graced with a gift from the creator of the universe. He puts something genius inside of you and he's asking you to figure out what that is and then offer it to the world for the grace of God. Not on your own strength, not to prove a point, not to show everyone what you've got, not because everyone else is doing something and you feel like you, you should offer something as well, but because God, you should know, we should know that God has placed this stunning and creative and authentic and true and completely mind-blowing in every single one of us. And the beauty of this life is that, that part of the Holy Spirit, we get to uncover and discover who that is. And then once we've done that, it's not to keep that to ourselves, I've got all this work that I've done to figure out who I am and now I'm just going to like, yay, I did it. No, it's to then take that and to give it away. To give it away sometimes so much that it hurts. Sometimes there is pain involved when we take who we are, our authentic selves, and we offer it to the world because we can be rejected. We can find ourselves in no man's land wondering if anyone cares about what we have to offer. Do you know there were times on that island where they're going, this is ridiculous. No one is going to show up. And I would have these 10 second moments like, dear God, for my own self-worth, please let them arrive. Please let them arrive. And you'll see videos where I'm like, is anyone going to show up? And you know what? He took me through a journey on that island to, to help me see that it didn't matter if no one showed up. But if I just held it all to myself and sat there with, you know, all the fear in the world, I would have never overcome that part of perhaps understanding that I have a fear of failure, that I want people to think I'm awesome. I had to face that. And now I get to the point where if one person shows up or a hundred people show up, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to be here and I'm still going to give you who I am, my best in that day. And encourage you to find out who you are. To figure out the grace gift, the God gift, the thing, the, the, the thumbprint, the DNA of God in you. And to give that away every single day. I know that some of you listen to this stuff and you think, well, this is true for Tess. She's awesome. Look at her go. Her life is amazing. I know y'all think that sometimes. Maybe you don't. But for those of you who do think that, um, it's true for me, but it is 100% also true for you. Because the word of God is no respecter of persons. It is for everybody, all inclusive in nature. And so this message, although perhaps I'm telling my story here today, it is 100% for, he has something for you. He wants the world to see some of who you are because it's authentically beautiful and you have so much 
to offer. And so we've taken a moment this morning to remember there's so many memories, there's so many people's stories. I would have loved to have shared all of, all of them. We didn't have the time. I've been strictly trying to keep this to 30 minutes so that girls' time can be used well. Um, so we've taken a, time, a bit of time to remember there's lots of things. We've done lots of beautiful things. We've, played, we've prayed for people who are struggling to fall pregnant. We've prayed for people who are struggling in their marriages. We've prayed for children. We've prayed for healing. We have trusted God to bring significant change to our nation. We've held each other when we felt desperate. And I've got so many stories in my inbox of people who found some sense of community in the space. And who knew that was possible online? I've had so many people tell me that it's possible to encounter Jesus online, that it's not possible to encounter the true Holy Spirit online. I don't believe that to be true. I've seen something happen here and it's beautiful and it's real. So don't let people tell you that the screen is a barrier. It isn't. Our mindsets around what we are a part of and what we see can be our greatest barrier. And we've seen God do amazing things on this platform. And so I want to honor that. I want to say thank you for that. You guys have been amazing and encouraging and wonderful. And your input into my life has been something that I will never take lightly and I will never, it will never grow old. Gratitude that I feel for each and every one of you and every message and every kind word that you, the, the role that you've played in building this because it hasn't been me on my own. I'm very grateful. And I just want you all to know that I think the Father smiles in these moments. Um, in fact, I don't think I know. The heart of God shines through. He smiles over us as he sees a company of women going, we, we're not put out by the fact that we can't do things. We're just going to show up and trust that God would exceed our every expectation. And so I feel the smile of heaven in this moment. And I'm so grateful that you've been with me on this journey. But this is not the end. I'm not calling it a day. Some days I would like to, let me be honest. But I have not felt that. And one of the things you need to know about me is that when I've felt something, when God has asked me to do something, like six years ago, start the sisterhood, go for it, gather in a, in a certain way, we kept doing that for a season until I felt a shift. And that shift began to happen last year as, you know, we were locked down and we started TWTS. And I have wanted to stop doing this at times and I have not felt God say stop. I've felt him say, you just keep showing up. I think he's doing it more for me <laughs> than you. But anyway, that's another story. But I really, truly believe we're just going to keep gathering because this is a way of building sisterhood in this season. And that is my passion. We will begin to gather as a sisterhood again. I know that to be true. But I've felt God say we need to keep moving forward. That this needs to grow. And it is a way of reaching people who ordinarily would perhaps not find themselves comfortable or worthy of a bigger event um, in person. And so, Romans 12 ends off with a declaration. And I have reworded this declaration to, to frame what I believe we are going to do as a sisterhood going forward. And so I wanna read it to you and then we're gonna share it online. I'd love you to take it, own it, become it, speak it, share it, I don't know, all the things, but this is what I believe God is calling us to as a sisterhood in this next season. This is who we are. 
we consciously pay attention to our inner world, the inner world of our hearts and move towards each other. We will present ourselves authentically and with vulnerability, choosing to exchange the mask for our true selves. We will embrace and celebrate the good and the holy. We will devote ourselves to one another. We will love each other tenderly because we're part of a family. We will outdo ourselves in honor and respect. We will enthusiastically serve God and keep the passion burning even when it's difficult or inconvenient. We will radiate the glow of the Holy Spirit. We will allow hope to continually burst from our lives. We will not give up in times of trouble. We will help as best we can. We will open our homes generously. We will speak life and blessing. We will celebrate often. We will grieve with those who grieve. We will be mindful of our worth and the worth of others. We will resist pride and complacency. We will stay humble. We will choose not to hold grudges and forgive. We will be kind above all else. We will go on. We will keep showing up. We will be the sisterhood and we will be the church. All of us, every heart, every home, everywhere. Amen. And, and so that is from Romans. To the people of God today, do something with our lives to take the grace gifts that he's given us and then to give them away as an offering because that is our most genuine and pure expression of worship amen give me all the praise hands you know you want to because god is good and he is alive and he is with us and he is for us and he is on the move and we are part of something significant and beautiful and i'm so grateful that you have said a simple yes to do something to be something in this moment because the world needs it amen I'm going to pray with you and then we're going to go because we're such good timekeepers here. You know, tea with text, three minutes. So this morning I want to pray for every single person. Some of you may be struggling. You're not sure what you have to offer. You perhaps are on a journey of discovering yourself. Perhaps you don't know what the grace gift of is on your life. You're putting so much pressure on yourself to know that and then give that away. I just want to pray for you this morning. All of us, perhaps you know what you have to offer, but you're tired and you're like, I don't want to offer it anymore. Perhaps you are still on, on a journey of just going, well, I know what it is, and now I just need to obediently walk it out day by day. No matter what or where you find yourself, all of that. I'm going to pray for you this morning and trust that God would impart something in your spirit, in your heart for this next season. And that as he begins to take you on a beautiful journey, you would simply say yes. Okay. I thank you, Father God, that you have chosen to be close to us. You have told us that you will never leave us nor forsake us. And you are, you never lie. And so we take hold of that promise that you are with us and for us and beside us in the season and we say thank you we say thank you that none of this journey of life of just who we are of figuring out all that is going on in the season none of it has to be done on our own you're with us every step of the way your holy spirit our beautiful garden friend stands beside us and so this morning i want to pray for every single woman no matter how we may be struggling or figuring all of this stuff out, I want to pray, Holy Spirit, that you would come and do a personal, unique, specific work in every single heart. 
that you know what we need, you know the journey we need to go on, you know the right people that we need to that we need to have come alongside us. And so I pray that you would begin to straighten the paths, that you begin to you would begin to release the grace gifts of God over over every single woman watching in this place today. And I thank you that it would become clear. I, I pray against pressure and striving and um, comparison in Jesus' name. I thank you that we we are going to stand firm on the foundation of knowing who we are, whose we are, and that would motivate and drive all we become and give away. I thank you for ease. I thank you for your spirit life that is going to breathe in and through us. And I pray that the smile of heaven, the kiss of heaven, would touch every single heart this morning. I want to pray your blessing over every girl that has showed up every week, that you would bless them in ways that they never even dreamed possible, that you would outdo them in lavish kindness and the favor of heaven. I pray a blessing over their homes, their marriages, their workplaces. We say, Holy Spirit, we are here and we are open. Would you come and do something beautiful and significant in and through us? We are sisterhood. We are the church. And we thank you for that mighty privilege. In Jesus' name, we all say, amen. Amen, girls. Look at me, 1030. I love you. And I'm so grateful that you were here to celebrate one year of Tea with Tess. Let's keep it going. Let's do something beautiful together. And I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your stories, if, what God is doing in your life. Remember that I pray for you often, that I'm with you, heart and soul. And I know that as we continue into a new and fresh year of Tea with Tess, that God is going to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ever dare to imagine ask. Amen? Amen. I will see you next week, and we have a guest all the way from Scotland. Jill Hannah is going to be with us sharing her journey from lockdown, and I know that it's going to teach you something. Also, her accent. Let's be honest, Jill. We're, we're, I will see you soon. Bye.